you having fun just staring from across the room you've got to stretch your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got the guts i gotta move that'll make them swoop and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noll, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? So I'm thinking Time Worm. There's something thought- something about Time Worm. Like, I think we should do another Time Worm. We should always do a Time Worm. I think that makes the most sense for this All movie. Right. Sell me on Willie's Wonderland mm-hmm. Time Worm. No bits this week. We're jumping straight into the pitch. Mrs. Hoberman's Time Worm. <laughs> yep. Still can't say her name, huh? <laughs> but no, hey, Gorilla Greetings, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't even know that was I didn't. A you reminded me before the record. Um, I really thought your opening bit was going to be to sit in absolute silence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm very glad I was wrong yeah. about that. Um, so did you ever have the thought of like, is Nicolas Cage ever going to talk? Did you, did you ever have that thought or did you get it right away that he wasn't going to? I mean, kind of early, like pretty quickly I figured out, like he wasn't talking and my brain was like, oh, is he not going to talk? Is that his thing? And then within a couple more minutes of him openly not answering questions or saying anything to anybody, I was like, oh, okay, that's just going to be his thing throughout the whole movie. I thought maybe there'd be like, like a very fun, like you'd say like fuck near the end of the movie mm. or something and that was going to be like the only thing he said and that'd be very funny uh there's a character i'm trying to remember oh in um specter the daniel craig james bond film dave bautista's character doesn't speak mm. and then right before he gets whipped out of a train uh he just went he goes oh shit and like that's the only line he has okay. in the whole movie i thought it was going to be a similar kind of thing here but i i did have that thought but pretty quickly i then just was like okay, clearly this is the thing. He's never going to talk. He's going to definitely rock out to a pinball machine, uh, but he's not going to talk. Yeah, rock fuck out uh, into a pinball. Like He's basically having sex with that thing. A lot of, lot of letters we got this week about Nicolas Cage fucking that pinball yeah. machine. Uh, one of them d- did make it into the list. So, but uh, I fucking love... This was an odd film. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I think like... But not even for... Like, not even for the reasons you'd think it would be. No, not film. at all. No. When like, but by the way, we're doing Willie's Wonderland this week. Um. Uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a film that I think. Oh, this is going to be weird because it's going to be Nicolas Cage fighting animatronic kind of Chuck E. Cheese characters in an abandoned like restaurant. I was like, that's weird enough. Mm-hmm. But it's not weird because of that. It's weird because Nicolas Cage doesn't talk ever. Like he doesn't say a single word. He is constantly drinking soda, like punch soda, soda, yeah. I think it is. But it's like a Popeye spinach, mm-hmm. though, like as a trope, like he, he's getting ready to face off with a, one of the fucking animatronics, his watch beeps, which means he has to go drink a soda. He hands that girl a switchblade and then fucks off to drink a soda and play pinball. Play pinball. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I it, But it seemed like that was his spinach. Like that's he couldn't fight good because he didn't have enough soda in his yeah. blood, which I think like as like a choice for the movie like for nicholas cage's character mm-hmm. to be extra fucking weird i think it's a good call i mm-hmm. think it was a good i think it was a good call because oh, yeah, if he was just if he did talk and he wasn't just such an anomaly in this movie i think it would have been bad 
right? Like, I, I think it would have been kind of like lackluster. Oh, yeah. um, and it was it would just be a trope. There is nothing his dialogue would have added to no. this movie. And the fact that he's just this weird, you said anomaly, which I think is the perfect word. Like, he's just this weird anomaly. They never explain. Like, I was kind of waiting for there to be like, oh, one of those kids they showed at the beginning that like the animatronic bit on the, the neck or whatever. That was him. That's why he doesn't talk. He can't talk because he got bit. Now he's here for revenge or whatever. No, they gave him a flat tire so that he'd have to work at the thing overnight to get eaten. And then he just killed them all and kept working to get his car fixed. Like, there was no backstory there's, there was no tying up loose threads they just this just happened this is a movie without any subtext there's no subtext whatsoever it is yeah. just is what it is and i think that's what is kind of great about it like oh yeah there's no tricks there's no twist reveals at the halfway point the main female character live which great fucking funny name for a person oh, who survived i didn't Wonderland. think about that that's funny it was like the next day i was in the shower and it hit me but um she does a 15-minute info dump on the entire mm-hmm. backstory of what's going on with these animatronics. And then the film just continues on and does not address anybody's backstory, any anything like that. It's just, this was built by a bunch of serial killers who killed people in the super fun happy room. And then they did a satanic ritual to imbue their spirits into the animatronics. Anyway, back to the movie. And then that's it. Like, it's yeah. so... Uh, this I talk a lot about movies that know exactly what they mm-hmm. want to be. And they execute on it perfectly. Like the A-Team is an example of one I bring up. Like we talked about this with uh, Private Enterprise when we did the A-Team movie. They put in a B.A. Baracus story arc that, like I say, legally ticked the boxes to make this a story. They didn't push any harder yeah. than that. Because they know nobody's here for a big therapeutic story about B.A. Baracus finding inner peace. They're here to watch them try to fly yeah. a tank. This movie was like, we legally have to put in a backstory so that because people are going to be, why did the animatronics try to kill people? So here's a 15 minute exposition dump about satanic blood it's like, magic. Who, who cares? Like, it's like, yeah, exactly. I'm not here for like the, for this to make sense whatsoever. I am here to, I'm here to watch right. Nicolas Cage beat up fucking animatronics. Like that's, that's what I'm here. But that, that's why I'm here. Exactly. Uh, and so this scene was there to just tick the box to make this like to technic to legally let it be a story and like they they just like were filling out the paperwork they had to and then just let the movie be what it was and like I love that about this film it just and I think that's what is like to me I think this is unless like he surprises me it was something else but to me this is like a peak Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. film like as of like Nicolas Cage films mm-hmm. you know like like the drive hearts mm-hmm. the uh knowings the um the uh I don't know what's some other ones like um like uh, those kind of bolt bolt would... drive angry I think that's another one right that's him um to me I think this is like the perfect Nicolas Cage film is Willy's Wonderland to me I would agree with that because like when he's not probably fucking a pinball mm-hmm. machine he's not doing bad acting like he's doing some good acting it's just dialogue free, and then he gets to be weird Nicolas Cage in yeah, this. Also, you get everything. Like, you you get it all in this movie. What you want out of this, like the worst scenes of the movie are, and they're just only plot scenes um, to move the plot forward. Are with mm-hmm. the kids, the teenagers that they found, like which I'm assuming yeah. they went to the nearest college nearby they just like hey kids want to be in a movie sure and then they just like gathered like a bunch of them in and then like those people yeah. were the were, were the the characters yeah 
they were very unnecessary, but I understand. Like, I can see the thought process behind including them because if you don't include people who can and will be killed, it's just Nicolas Cage not dying for 90 yeah. minutes, which is fine. But, like, they wanted a body count. And so they had to introduce expendable What's kids. What's in- interesting about that, though, like, is, like, they're not there for him mm-hmm. to save. He doesn't try to save them ever right. in the movie. That's not his goal. That's not no. his goal. That's not his, like, motivation. He is there to clean up the place so his, like, car gets, like, fixed. For anyone who's listening to this who hasn't seen the movie, he blows out all the tires on his car, and the mechanic in the town tells him it's going to be $1,000, but he can't take a card. He needs cash, uh, and that Nicolas Cage can work off the debt at this Willie's Wonderland, cleaning it overnight. And if he does that, uh, the owner of the restaurant will pay to have the car fixed for him. That's the impetus for the movie, why he's there, why he's just cleaning this restaurant. Also, what a wild thing that it was like. The most unbelievable thing to me is that he cleaned that entire restaurant in one night. Sure. Up to like, we could reopen tomorrow Mm -hmm. standards. So that place had been abandoned for so long. So many people had fucking died there. He would have gotten maybe one room Mm -hmm. clean uh, like overnight. Yeah. So this is actually zero stars for me based off of that. (laughs) Yeah, I think like as far as that, like I think it is funny, but I I think it is like the premise is just like everything that is plot, like as far as like the meta story or whatever, like is just Mm -hmm. to keep Nicolas Cage in the restaurant and to give him a little like the most like fraction of a reason of why he's there. Right. You know, like, like, yeah. And I'm I'm happy that it doesn't care too much about the story at all. Like, exactly. And that's I mean, this is a film that knows what kind of movie it wants to be. But they're also smart enough to know they have to include some of the other bullshit for it to, like, be a movie. I'm with you. It is my least favorite parts of the movie. They spend the minimum amount of Mm -hmm. time they have to on it. So then they can make the rest of the movie whatever the way they want. Yeah. Like they know they have to do this, so they get it in, they get out, they go back to Nicolas Cage curb stomping an animatronic gorilla into yeah. a urinal. Exactly. Uh yes. Such a it's good so movie. Good. I watched it and I was like, that was pretty fun. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Like really good movie. Like I this was a surprise for me. These are one of those happy surprises where we do a movie and it's like, I actually really love yeah. this movie. Yeah, it's perfectly executed. Perfectly executed. Well, speaking of how much I loved this movie. And it sounds like you also oh, love yeah. this movie. We got some letters here this week uh, from some other reviews. Uh, mixed bag okay. here. But uh, that's right, gang. We're reopening the letterbox to get some of these reviews here. Uh, we start with Jack Boole, who has a pro rating. Nicolas Cage is now a genre. Three and a half stars. I think it was a genre before. Sorry. That's not a pro. Yeah. No, not I a pro rating sort of like... Um, no, I'm saying I just thought I like that Nicolas Cage is a genre like that's I hadn't thought about it like that before. But like Nicolas Cage is a genre of film. Pretty much yeah, now. for sure. Like, but or I think he, I think it was before this. So coming off of what is sure to be a long lasting feud between you and Jack Boole, uh, we move on to Kate Chambers, who gave this four stars. One man's quest to clean up a building and take his employer mandated breaks. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very pro OSHA film, right? Like he he doesn't get he doesn't miss a break. He doesn't miss a break at all. Is a film in which your employer puts you in a building full of possessed satanic animatronics with the express purpose of you being eaten and killed. Really OSHA 
in Appliance with Osha. Does Osha have rules regarding satanic animatronics? Every, obviously, you never worked retail, Mike. Um, and also on paper, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Osha does have some guidelines about satanic yeah. animatronics yeah, in the yeah, workplace. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our next review comes from Robin Kirby, who is a patron, apparently. Of is Letterbox a is a is Letterbox a five hundred one c three? It has a board of directors somewhere. No idea, but they have a patron rating next to their name. Um, they gave this movie one star uh, for a very specific reason. It looks like why does Nicolas Cage look like Eminem? End of review. I could see that now. If you look at Eminem now and Nicolas Cage, like mm-hmm. I see the similarities. Um, you know what I want. But why? I want Nicolas Cage to play Eminem in the Eminem biopic. <laughs> Jesus. That movie already exists, Madison. It's called Eight Mile. I, I mean, Nicolas... No, that's Eminem playing supposedly himself in in uh, in a biopic of himself. You know, Eight Mile doesn't have a sequel. We could make that with Nicolas Cage playing... We call Eminem. it the Eight and a Half Mile. Oh, my God. The 16, 16 Mile. mile. The, uh, the uh, 12th kilometer. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh but yeah, I I would love to see Nicolas Cage play Eminem. I want to see Nicolas Cage rap so so badly now. I want to see Nicolas Cage rap battle yeah, Eminem. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, we need to make this happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna open the while, while you finish the letterbox. I'm gonna open the GoFundMe right now. Um, just for that. Good news. That was the last uh, letter okay. we well, have. Fuck. Sorry for what's that GoFundMe will never open because yeah, we're out sorry. Of time. Ugh. And that's that's the only reason. This yeah, that's the happen. only reason. Um, it's just we're, we're just too. They just. If I had just had one more review, we, it would have happened. But I don't. So that's the only reason this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Before we get to the sequel, let's go to everyone's favorite mm-hmm. game show within a show. More like this. As a reminder, more like this is. The game show within a show where um, I uh, read Mike three descriptions of movies. Um, two of them are real. One of them is not. One of them is the one that I made up. And these would be movies that typically show up in a, oh, you'd also like to watch this or like uh, more like this after you, you see like on Amazon or on Google or IMDb or something like that. So Mike just has to find the fake one. I just want to say that is the most succinct you've described that game to date. So well done. I think it gets better every week. I think it gets better every week that I do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, no. That was legitimately a compliment. <laughs> wow, that's rare. Well, I'm glad this is recorded uh, <laughs> for for evidence. Well, bad news. Oh, it's my fuck. edit. Damn it. So um, this one I'm a little nervous about because, like, again, I, I think I okay. mentioned in the last time we played more like this in that thing you do um, where I, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to gauge, like, what movies are popular and are, like, in the zeitgeist. Um, right. So, we'll, we'll see here. So, first movie, Dead Heat from 1998, starring mm. Joe Piscopo. When a dutiful Los Angeles police officer named Roger Mortis tries to apprehend robbers that happen to be zombies, he ends up as one of the undead himself. Since Mortis has managed to stay in his right mind, he aids his loudmouth partner doug bigelow in getting the bo- to the bottom of the macabre cu- crime ring second movie ba ba bad sheep 2015 starring <laughs> david okay. hasselhoff the life of a shepherd was all too easy for isaac that is until what okay 
the life of a shepherd was all too easy for Isaac. That is, until Satan tempts a rival sheep herder with tainted and demonic livestock. Armed with only his crook, Isaac must defeat the thralls of the devil before they destroy historic Bethlehem. Third movie, Prisoners of Ghostland, 2021, starring Nicolas Cage. Set in the treacherous frontier of Samurai Town, where a ruthless bank robber is sprung from a wealthy war is sprung from jail by a wealthy warlord warlord named the governor who adopt whose adopted grandfa- granddaughter has gone missing the governor offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway i i have heard of dead heat as a title of something okay. before which of the other two by your logic uh i'm going to go with the last one is one that you the last have. one which mm-hmm. was prisoners Ghost of ghostland 2021 i'm locking it in I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Mike. Uh, it was Baba Bad Sheep, um, which I am very proud. I am very proud of that premise. That sounds like a movie David Hasselhoff yeah, would yeah. have been. Um, my my strategy for that one was I looked up who's in Sharknado, um, and David Hasselhoff is in, and I'm yeah. just like, okay, so I'm going to take that person, and then I'm going to make some sort of like demonic like. Uh, no, yeah. it was very good. Um, I'm going to read like there's a second line from Prisoners of Ghostland, which I'm very excited for this movie now. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have to do this movie because I honestly kind of hope this one existed because I want yeah. to do it. now. Uh, Prisoners of Ghostland. The second thing. So is the one with the, the governor breaks him out of the thing. Right. Strapped into a leather suit that will self-destruct within three days. The bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption. So it's not only Nicholas K. Yeah, we're doing. It's this not only Nicholas Cage like trying to break, uh, trying to rescue someone. It is him strapped into a leather suit that will just self destruct. So absolutely. You said this was called Prisoners of Ghostland. I'm putting it on the list right now. All right. Well, I don't get another wish or whatever prize it was going to be. If yeah, I did maybe get it was right. going to be a wish, but who knows? Uh, you still yeah. have that one wish. Oh, I've earmarked that wish. I know what it's yeah. for. I forget, I forget which one so, you won. I don't remember. Don't it was like the second the second time. I think something yeah it was something like that but with that game out of the way madison do you have any other bits is there anything else we need to get to before we start working on willie's wonderland 2 i don't think so let me get a timer started our time starts now so you and i spoke briefly at the end of um the babysitters club to the edge of babysitting mrs haberman's time worm I've not really watched a lot of this genre. This film gave me big spaghetti western vibes of like the gunslinger who comes into town and takes down the evil sheriff or the banditos who are threatening the town and then kind of moves on. I mean, he even, all like the samurai films that spaghetti westerns are based off of, takes like an apprentice, like a local youth who is an orphan or something who becomes like follows them on their trail. I'd be interested in following that as like the genre of the film. So maybe going not necessarily away from animatronics as a whole, but going into, uh, so we talked about like giant like kids play places. Yeah. Like there are some uh, party venues where like, it's like a, the whole building is like a giant McDonald's play mm-hmm. place. Um, I also thought about Barney the dinosaur. So maybe like a children's TV studio. Okay. Um, okay. Or something like that happens. I know you also had an idea that you wanted to um, put into the mix as well. Um, my only thing the idea that I had or that kind of like sprung off of what you were thinking is like, oh, mm-hmm. like 
what if he goes to an amusement park and it is sort of like um, animatronic like amusement parks or something like that like and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like oh the the animatronics were made by the same like company or something like that but i think like canonically if we want to talk about like the story of the first one it was like a satanic ritual that did it so i think it's like pretty open i think it's pretty open for like what it is i kind of like when you were talking about oh different children's play places and stuff i was thinking like Mm -hmm. what if it's like laser tag or something like that like um laser tag would be interesting yeah which which would be which would be interesting. Um, I think like the monsters or whatever he's fighting, um, which I think because you're talking about like spaghetti Western and stuff like that. Like I was Mm -hmm. thinking like, Oh, like I could see like a gun battle of like a quick draw sort of like thing with like a laser tag. Oh, if we do laser tag, it's definitely a gunsling, like a a duel. Yeah. I don't know what the monster is or what it, what it like, maybe it could be like zombies who are in the, um, who are in like the thing hmm. in the laser tag gear, but the lasers are okay. real maybe or something or that that's kind of like what I was thinking in regards to if we kind of followed that. Um, I like the idea of the children's TV studio too, though. Like, I think that sounds fun, like a Barney character. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it might be a little too close to the first one, um, but like um, but sure. it could be like mm-hmm. mascots or maybe he's like in Disneyland right or something like that you said theme park the idea of like that like those the costume mascot costumes being like haunted Mm -hmm. or they take over the people and now the people are possessed and they're trying to Mm -hmm. kill whoever um could be really fun um i because i said spaghetti western the laser tag one is like really close to that vibe because we could have an actual like you know quick draw duel but again like what would the what would the supernatural threat yeah be? it could um, be a scene in whatever we do too so like an amusement park or a disneyland could have a laser tag like thing right or like you know like like so true. it could just be a scene within the movie that we make right um where the mickey mouse or goofy character or something like is in the laser tag or maybe it's like a buzz light year type thing buzz light because he has the wrist mm-hmm. laser yeah i think okay. like for this I, I think we're kind of it, does the Disneyland kind of thing interest you? That seems like that's where the heat is because we can have different types of mascots, different types of like Disneyland has, you know, like um, the Magic yeah. Kingdom, uh, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, that kind of thing. So we can do, and even within Magic Kingdom, there's yeah. various, like the Land of Tomorrow, etc. Yeah. Like. So what I think we should do, or we should spend like the first part of it doing is establishing, because it can't be Disneyland, right? It should be some right. off-brand disney thing right um so i think we should just like mickey and his crew right like what is it like is it a uh um instead of a mouse it's a this it, instead of a dog it says instead of a duck it's this you know yeah i mean we i think we can just do like different animals or do we want to pick some kind of theme like instead of disneyland it's like a space themed amusement park and so all of the whatever like and then we go with that kind of angle well, or what like... i liked about willie's wonderland is like every single one of them had like a theme of some sort right sort of like um mm-hmm. but they didn't the themes didn't relate to each other right at all like so like if we want to do like the laser tag battle eventually one of them could be space themed mm-hmm. but another one could be like like i don't know like like a pirate or something right you know like um oh yeah pirate let me start making some like one of them here. could be a pirate um 
and it's in like it's in that you know like a one of those live shows or whatever that you see like in las vegas like in the middle of like a like in the middle of like a pond or something like that's where that battle happens i think we should also if we're doing some kind of like children's theme park princess makes a lot of princess yeah Maybe like a fairy. Uh, there was a fairy in the first uh, one, so maybe not. But yeah, princess would be good. Let's do one more. We have pirate, spaceman, and princess. Uh, uh, do we want to do like an animal of some kind or um, and a druid? Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> oh yeah, they don't have a cleric yet, so we yeah. can. Uh, what are some like um, kids superhero? Maybe, maybe like a superhero. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe it's kind of like a superman type thing maybe that's the main guy or the main the main uh the main character right like it's like a i almost said mighty mouse that's already a thing like it's a uh let's come back to this we have seven minutes now let's start working on some plot ideas and we can come back to the base like yeah i do think like the plot like is gonna take us not a lot of time because i think it should not be very deep right you know right, like the first but... one no 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 i think i mean more like what why are they in the sure. same park what is like the mission because like in the first one his mission was to clean the the restaurant by mm. dawn and like I'm not saying we need to like really dig into a story yeah, yeah. here. I'm just like, I think we should, we got seven minutes. Let's get some more of the, that element down. And then we can come back to fleshing out details of each scene of like who he fights. What if, um, you know how like the Mad Max movies sort of like progress from one to the other of like the apocalypse or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of a little bit, and this is kind of like a zag a little bit, but like, oh, maybe like these two people, like the um, Nicolas Cage and the, um, uh, and Liv, uh the world is kind of like going to shit or something and um maybe they come upon this like um amusement park uh that is abandoned and they go there to just have like a a fun day or something and like all the rides still work it's just Mm -hmm. like it's closed down uh nobody seems to be there for whatever reason um and um, they go on a few rides and everything, and it seems that they're going to, and they're about to leave and like go on to their next stop, whatever, whatever that would be. And then they find that they're locked into the park and they can't get out. Maybe, maybe like the fence is like electrified, so they can't like climb over it either. What if um, they go to the amusement park and it's not like abandoned, like it's in full swing, everything's fine. Uh, but they get locked in like Disney jail or whatever because Nicolas Cage brings in his own like sodas. Oh, uh, okay. Like he won't drink. He, like he brings his punch to them, and they're like, "Sorry, no outside food." And he like fights that guy mm-hmm. or whatever. So they get locked up in essentially Disney jail and kind of forgotten about. So they end up there locked in. Oh, uh, okay. And they get out of the cell or whatever, but they're like in the park overnight. I guess it's not. Maybe he's looking for his where they put his sodas yeah. then. Or I mean, we could do they wreck his car. And now it's a revenge mm. gauntlet. Yeah. I don't know. That's too much motivation. I th- you are entirely correct. It's a weird window that I think that we're trying to like kind of like stay in, I think. Right. Like uh, as far as like, I don't want to give it too much intention. Shutting off the power so they can leave the park or like or try going to find his sodas so he can like get the sodas back um, or something finding the car i think i think it just has to be small right okay at that point well, let's make it easy in my mind i'm envisioning disneyland where you can pretty much get to any of the parks any way you want this theme park is laid out in a very specific way where disney jail is that basically the the end of the park they just have to get through each of the parks to get to the gate Oh, okay 
it's not even electrified fence. It's like they can't get out. Like the fence is electrified, so they can't climb it. They just have to get to the front gate. It's just at the other end of all of the different sections okay. of the park. So they're just walking through them, but they keep getting jumped by the fucking characters okay. of each section. And they just have to fight their way through. And so there is no motivation. The motivation is just getting to the front gate. They just have to walk through each individual. They have to walk through Pirate Land, Space Land, the Princess Kingdom, and then the Superhero Land or whatever to get yeah. to the far, the gate where they can get out of the, the, the park. And whatever. the back of the park, its wall is like 100 feet up. There's no way you could climb that, right? Or something like that. Like there's a scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or so, yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's fine. Again, I think that's more thought than they've put into it. Like it's just electrified or too sure. high they they have to get to the yeah front sure gate. okay so i think that's good now we can go back to like spaceman superhero however we want to do it uh, if we want to change it from superhero or anything like that but i know that, was, that seems like a placeholder i put down and then we jumped to yes yeah. i'm okay with um, something else like uh, what would be another good like kids themed thing or like um um like a monster of some kind like not like, not you know, like like a Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. monster, like something that's like very cute and marketable. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like something that it like, oh, kids like love. Like maybe it's like a pop star or something, or like you know, like or like like a hmm. like a singing kind of like person, or like because uh, I, like, I was thinking Barney. I was thinking Barney because Barney sung all the time, and that was like a part of the episode. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's. Um, and we can keep the weird, creepy kids yeah, music. Yeah, or maybe superhero is better. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it, superhero makes sense a little bit? Um, but um, as far as like fighting, right? You know, like I don't know. Uh, but pop mm-hmm. star, maybe the pop star sings and they can't help but dance. Like it's like enchanting or something like that, and like that's the challenge of it. What do you think? Uh, let me think, because it could also be hypnotic. Yeah. So they don't run away, yeah. and then it kills them. I think we may just need to make a decision and then I I have this image of like Nicolas Cage dancing and he can't stop and they uh him and him and Liv just keep like dancing and they can't stop and they have to come up with a fun way to like beat that. Like I think that's like that sure. we'll figure out later. Okay. I, I think I like that. Um Okay. Then we'll go yeah. with Popstar. Okay, so the first zone i have pirate written down first. Uh is that the first zone or is spaceman or princess? I imagine it sounds like to me that you're saying Popstar is the final boss. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the final boss just needs to be the main like focal point, like the Mickey Mouse. Right. You know, um, it could be any of those. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Um, I would say maybe then Princess or Spaceman only because we could, if we did Spaceman as the main boss, it would end with the duel, like the sure. high noon. I'd say maybe Princess sort of because of like battle. the royalty um, thing. I think it would make sense if it's a princess. Right. That's what yeah. I would agree. So. Yeah. Let's start with Popstar. Okay. I think I could see the movie being very funny where Liv is like, they're in the cell and it's like, we've heard the same song 30 times this in mm-hmm. this hour. Like, the idea they just keep playing the one pop from this yeah. character over and over and over again. So I could, that'd be a fun, like, opening annoyance. Yeah. And then um, from there they can find yeah. her. So they go to their zone. What do you think their park looks like? Do you think it's like a bunch of stages and like a lot of like... Um... It's like a music festival sort of setup where there's most like the main thing is like a big stage where the pop star character slash... I'm, I'm going to say animatronic, mm-hmm. but it cannot be that, is like performing and like dancing and doing whatever while the song plays. And then um, there's like booths for shirts sure. and stuff like that. And maybe not... This Maybe this isn't as many rides 
as it is like that performance yeah. kind okay of space. so it's like a pavilion or something or like there's like maybe like it's a lead up into mm-hmm. like a concert venue or something and that's where like um yeah mm-hmm. um or maybe it could be like mgm right like where it's like oh like mainly it's like movies and like music right music based right, stuff exactly. like um cool mm-hmm. i like that so the pop star do we want to try to give them names yeah let's give them names if we can so uh millie vanilli wait millie the uh do you think they're animals too are all of them animals or do you think some of them are just people let's go ahead and have them all be animals okay. actually that way then um we can do they give us a little bit more to play yeah. with as well tina the tiger roro the rabbit i like roro i was just thinking of like like rihanna and people and her fans call her riri mm-hmm. so like roro i think that'd be fun i like roro the rabbit actually yeah, Roro the, Roro the Rabbit, the pop star. Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Roro the Rabbit has a song. What's her bop sound like? Um, What's that song um, sound like? It's just mm-hmm. Umbrella, except it's uh, <laughs> it's just the song Umbrella, um, except it's uh, instead of Umbrella, it is um, is Raincoat mm-hmm. Golf Club, or instead of Umbrella, it is uh, um, Shovel. Instead of Umbrella, it is riding mower uh, <laughs> you got one what do you think uh i'm working on something with instead of like party in the usa that's like miley ears up. i know but you know what says had to be rihanna songs <laughs> but something something roro's here to play hop hop to it roro's here to play yep there it is we're gonna jump we're gonna dive we're gonna uh, play all day. We're gonna dance. There it is. That's the brain. Song. The brain. The center of the chain. No. The brain. Moving on. The brain. The center uh, of the chain. Right, so Roro Rabbit. We have her song. The song makes them dance um, nonstop. I'm not. I refuse to engage with you in any more Babysitters Club songs. <laughs> you mean um, the one? You may take an entire BuzzFeed quiz <laughs> about it. So I'm already. You owe me. So how do they stop her? Because like the singing, they're dancing. The idea is like what they just dance until they fucking. I think die, like that's the or... idea. It's like it's so enchanting of a dance, and um, maybe we see scenes when they're being walked through all of the parks. To uh, I, I like the idea. Like he gets. Um, did you see? Did you see Jesus at the bottom of your cup? I did. And he was just flipping me off after uh, doing this movie. I like the idea that like they don't even get to enjoy the park when they first get in. They get brought into. Um, the park jail at the very beginning because he keep he tries to bring in those pops mm-hmm. and the security guard says no you can't bring those in like he, they never get to enjoy the park at all so they get walked from mm-hmm. that beginning place until the very back so they see like all the parks in like full motion right and when they go yeah. through the pop singers one you see like a bunch of like exhausted parents like just kind of like almost dead like and but kids like just dancing to this enchanting song like it's like keeping them busy and like that's kind of the purpose of roro the rabbit is to like provide a distraction right um and to keep the kids like entertained while the parents like get to like collapse and like have like just five minutes this won't be this may not make sense of why it would be there but what if one of the things there is like a photo opportunity where it's like a Roro statue or whatever, where she's like cutting the ribbon mm-hmm. at like some new like um, record sure. store, restaurant, something like that's got her name on it. And that's where uh, Nicolas Cage goes over and gets those big scissors and uses them to decapitate yeah, good. the Roro, the singing Roro I statue. I like that. 
um how they beat the song like i'm trying to think of like um i think of like uh get out you know where uh where he puts the the cotton yeah he puts stuff in his ears oh he rips open a roro stuffed mm. animal to get the cotton yeah. to put yeah. in his ears yeah maybe he gets like knocked out by it um or like it, it it drives him so mad that he does like he falls over and knocks a bunch of like uh stuffed animals on the ground and then that's how he does it what do you, what do you seem to have an idea i have a worse okay. idea um while dancing he's like frantically going up to like the partitions like the little like railings and he's like rubbing his hands around and he's finding gum stuck to the bottom of oh, okay that he then puts in his ears as mm. ear okay plugs. He's using like chewed gum as earplugs. Like, I like that. While he's dancing, we could do like this whole thing where he's like writhing around, but part of it is he's like looking for gum under like the stage yeah. or because the because uh, Liv is there with him. I do think like I, I like to get the mm-hmm. idea that like she figures some of this stuff out too, right? You know, like oh sure, um, yeah, yeah, that'd be a cool um, thing for her to do. I think, or like maybe she like tries to control herself and then she gets gum and then that she like forces it into her ears and then she picks up some and then puts it in his ears and then they then they can like actually like fight sure um i would just in my mind i'm not opposed to her like figuring stuff out i just really saw more of nicholas cage's character going straight to i'm just gonna shove chewed gum sure. in my ears to block yeah. out sound that it hurt but like i said i'm not against her figuring stuff out that just seemed much more like a nicholas cage yeah, uh, yeah. angle yeah. than anything else but yeah six of one it works that they they get the chewed gum in yeah. their ears uh, to block yeah. out the sound and then nicholas cage grabs the scissors and fucking decapitates yeah. her maybe once they get the gum in their ears she jumps on the railroad like bum rushes them and starts like attacking uh, maybe live maybe Roro has some backup dancers who also are like part of it or whatever and like they're they have to fight them too mm-hmm. right or something like that um but that's yeah 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 but yeah i think um I think maybe they're like, oh, dance combat or something like that. And then that's like they're kind of like the what's the dance martial art? I forget what it's called. Um, oh, by the way, um, the backup singers are called the Honey Bunnies. The Honey Bunnies. OK, I love that. But it's spelled H-U-N-N-Y. Capo uh, era. I believe that is how it's said. So okay. era, it's like a dance martial art. Uh, so we move on from pop star land once they've decapitated yes. Roro. And I think like Liv is given some like can you like how did we end up in this shit again or something like that? Like, we don't need a whole backstory. At some point, we need to give like a five minute like in movie backstory of why these things are alive again, just to legally tick the box that this sure. is a story. But right now, Liv is more of just like I cannot believe we fucking found ourselves in it again. Yeah. Like, uh, can we just not go? Is, is is everywhere in the world dedicated to children's entertainment somehow yeah. evil? I think it would be a very good like line for this movie. Yeah, yeah. I do like that. But because like to give like their story or whatever, because like she kind of just joins him mm-hmm. on his like never ending ride across the world or whatever. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. what he has no motivation. Right. Like, I think like, yeah, I'm fine with I don't that. think she talks to him very often because mm-hmm. she knows like. Right. But I mean, we need sure. her to say things at him absolutely. In the movie. I understand. If absolutely nobody speaks in the whole yeah, movie. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there is a version of this movie where he dies at the end and she stops yeah. talking at the end of the movie and, like, becomes that character now. I think that'd be more for, yeah. like, later in the franchise there's, that I'm envisioning. There's something, but, like, and I don't now. mean to push back too much, but there's also something to, like, mm-hmm. questioning. Though, I guess her backstory in the first one is that she was trying to burn down that place, right? You know, but I was going to say, like, not 
trying to like point too many fingers at like this is ridiculous this is ridiculous isn't this ridiculous right i think there's you and i have a script we're working on that i would like to return (laughs) to with those questions for you then at that point hey that's not um uh I know what you mean, and I'm not suggesting that we like are openly the whole movie. She's like, what the fuck is that? I think commenting on the fact that they have yet again found a children's entertainment place full of satanic mm-hmm. magic and like killer characters, it is not too much for her to go, what the fuck's up with sure. that? She doesn't have to do it the whole movie, but the first time it's like, why are we like again? with that like i mean that's all i'm saying is i think we have the one line and then we'd never address it again that whatever but like i'm cool with her also not saying much i think that sometimes she can mostly it's like yelling at him like over there or yeah, stuff sure. like that but by and large we don't need a huge amount of dialogue yeah. in the movie like I, I i think it'd be funny with her being like you just couldn't leave the sodas outside like when they're in the cell like that yeah. kind of stuff i don't like, know. i i, I I don't know why I'm so protective like, or why I like I, I, hey, I have an idea of her character or whatever, like as kind of like the apprentice kind of person. I don't know why I'm like dying on this. I, I shouldn't. I, I don't need to die on this hill. You have let me be overly particular about so many things. I'm, I'm going to bow to you on this one. She doesn't have that much dialogue. I'm fine with it. I'm just saying we need her here and there to have yeah. some dialogue. I want us to nail yeah. the tone. So I'm with you here. Like, I understand. I don't, I don't, we don't need to talk about their relationship too much, but, like, if she's, like, an apprentice-type person, like, is she learning from him yeah. or, like, what? Like, um, but, you know what? We can move on from this. Sure. Uh, I think we need to at least touch on it. I, for me, I'm imagining kind of, like, Doctor Who, where she's more of, like, a companion okay. in a way of, like, like, they're just kind of kicking around the United States, not really mm-hmm. doing much. Like, just place to place, keeping moving. So it doesn't have to be an apprentice, necessarily. It's kind of just, like, two people who have nowhere really to go. So they're just kind of kicking around. I think they have gotten to know each other. Like, even if they don't, even if he doesn't speak, she will have gotten to know him a little bit. Just from, like, oh, you always drink coffee this way or whatever. Just, like, things that she would have picked up traveling with him. So I don't think it has to be a a very friendly, chatty Mm -hmm. relationship. I'm just saying she needs to be the one to say things. Yeah. And I I will bow to your your vision here of the character because it seems like you feel very strongly about her. And that's great. And I'm I'm saying, though, I have been so particular about so many things (laughs) in the last 100 and how many episodes. I'm not going to fight you on this one. I think it's more like I don't want her to seem as like a nag. Or anything like that. Like that's. Oh no! That, Neither do I. Neither do I. hundred yeah. percent no. Uh, like, I'm just like. We need to move on. Yes, we do. Uh, what's next? Princess pirate or spaceman? Let's do pirate. Let's do pirate. All right. So this is going to be captain. Captain. Um, uh, captain Skunkbeard. Yeah. Think about like on Dimension Twenty, where Brennan for sophomore year did Captain White Claw, which is just a different version of Blackbeard, right? So like, um, like what if it's like pink? pink pink nose or something like that what about captain peg like pelican peg like pelican okay trying to think so maybe it's like what if we do like some kind of like one syllable animal name and then beard so like ant beard or (laughs) dog beard or i mean the beard is not made of that animal it is that animal i'm just imagining i never imagined an ant with a beard before but i really like that idea so like I'm, i'm i'm cool with it um like cockroach beard um like or like a bug with like a a, a bug pirate or um centa beard captain beetle beard beetle beard is good captain beetle beard so it is a giant beetle pirate 
Um, and we got to make them real cartoony because bugs that are way bigger than they should be is one of my absolute. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this before. Uh, I'm trying to remember the movie it had big spiders. Um, bugs Life. We did it somewhat recently. No, we did it recently. It's fine. I'm fine with this. I was just like, if I'm going to watch this, it needs to be a very cartoony. Beetle, yeah, sure. So it, doesn't yeah, it has big cartoony eyes. And fuck it's out. Like not, it doesn't look great. And also, it's also a beetle um, with a beard. So, um, I, right, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. so I think, um, uh, so I think they do have a ship battle. Um, and, uh, I know it doesn't make sense, but the cannons on the two warring ships actually work. Maybe, um, maybe, uh, to do something like completely ridiculous like and maybe this is too cartoony but what if nicholas mm-hmm. cage gets into one of the cannons and she launches him over there at him <laughs> and you think uh, it's too, too much? much um i think we could do much. the um the... i could see if there's two ships where he does the classic swinging over to the sure. other ship like sure. on a rope that might be a little much but still within enough of the vein of yeah. the film to like yeah I'm, I'm cool with like the swinging that's kind of what i was about to suggest next is like the sort of boarding mm-hmm. and them um fighting like doing a sword fight of some sort with him and uh the their crew which um the um I like they maybe the maybe the crew is a bunch of ants or something like that, and that's who. I love the idea of ants in that little like sailor's hat, like the not captain, yeah. the smaller sailor's hat, like scuttling yeah. around. Uh, Pyrants. Sorry, I just thought about two big ants. Py- that's very good, Pyrants. I don't want. I sorry, I I shuddered because I imagined two big ants in sailor hats, and it it did me a bad. But I don't want to. Rec- Pyrants is very good. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so they have a sword fight. I don't know if it needs to be like super complicated or he kills it weird. Um, I think it's maybe just like I do like the idea of them on like the, um, you know, the trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean where um, Jack Sparrow and um, what's that guy's name? The, the Will? Um, no, like the oh uh, Barbosa. Um, oh, Davy Jones. Jones or the yeah, you know, man. like where they're fighting yeah. on top of like the um, the crow's nest like bar or whatever. Like I think that <laughs> is the fight of um, between uh, Nicholas Cage and uh, Captain uh, yeah. Beetlebeard. So yeah, Beetlebeard. God, I want to see this. Um, <laughs> I love the idea, though, too, because like, I think we're going to escalate some of the things a little bit based off of it being a sequel. I love the idea of Captain Beetlebeard. They're, like, standing astride the crow's nest, sword fighting, and then all of a sudden he'll just, like, flip onto the side of the crow's nest and scuttle around yeah. the crow's nest, like, on the side of the basket or whatever. Like, I think that's really cool yeah. as well. that's that's um, good. Yeah. What is Liv doing? I think she's scene? fighting the pirates. Like, I think, she, I think like, maybe like, gotcha. she has two swords and is, like fighting them back and forth like she i think she's overrun um but they're smaller and then nicholas cage is fighting Be- beetlebeard so i actually love the idea that she's put a cannonball in a burlap sack and it's oh just that's so good into yes absolutely like just because her to suddenly be like an expert swordsman with dual scimitars it seems like maybe the, a little much like even like just stabbing away with them, what's the like, weapon uh, with the chain and the like a flail not a flail uh, or maybe it is a flail um um yeah. I think it's a fail. so it's like it's just a chain and a ball and like she's like swinging it around and like knocking these heads up. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking more of like it's a club. It's more like a club where she's just like whapping. Like you see, like people where they're like hitting burglars with sure. purses. It's very similar, except it's a burlap sack okay. with a cannonball, and she's just like crushing. I love it. Skulls. I love it. Okay, so they do that. All right. So that's yeah, the and then they move here. on. Um, yeah, uh, I like the idea that maybe that park is completely. Um, 
it is completely on water and how you get from one place to another is from ship to ship or like little like walkways so that like it makes sense that they have to interact with them right like they can't go around i was gonna suggest the pirates just like swarm them and take like nicholas cage hostage okay or live hostage and so they have to go free them like get, this is a reason why they cannot sure. ignore it like i, I yeah. get what you're saying we could also have them be yeah. taken yeah um, either one it doesn't matter that they, they fight them and then liam neeson shows up yeah and um we're going to okay. move on to the uh um Spaceman, or are we doing Spaceman as the main, or the, is the I think princess, princess the makes main, a little bit more sense, decide. right? Because it's like the queen of, or the 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 the, the royalty person, mm-hmm. like you know, it's like Cinderella's castle, right? That. So, so Spaceman is next, and I think we should establish in the Beetlebeard fight that Nicolas Cage gets like wounded, not mm-hmm. like grievously wounded, but to go into a, a scene where he's going to end up doing a duel with somebody to have him be like. Not a kind of not gr- like a bad cut on his side or something, um, that he'll survive, but it's just definitely an impediment. I think we need to, yeah, up the, the tension. And they, um, uh, Liv sees this and they need to go find like the medical, like the medical, like, um, area, right? And I think maybe it's Actually, a, maybe it is adjacent to the laser tag place, right? Or the late, like, um, I'm gonna pitch here, they find somebody in the medic station maybe like the mm-hmm. the medic who works at the park like knows about the shit that goes on at night and like drinks heavily after work and had passed out there so she's still in the park and this is where we get our five minutes of exposition about why why sure. right like I, I i'm not saying we, we spend a lot of time on this i'm just saying again to tick the box of this to like legally be a story i think we need to be like why is everything alive in the park and it can be a stupid answer like the answer can be whatever we want it to be i'm just saying i think here's where we need to go ahead and show our math a yeah. little bit so um this is very dumb because i don't want to do say i don't want to do yeah. a satanic thing again um, i don't either i don't want to do satan but, either again. um there's something to um the uh idea of fairies um of fairies needing okay. attention or like getting their energy off of i don't want to mention dimension 20 too much but it's the whole misty story in the first uh unsleeping city arc mm-hmm. of like she's performing because that gives her her life like the adoration of people mm-hmm. gives the fairy her her energy and her life and her magic right uh yes and i love the idea of we make some kind of comment in the Roro the Rabbit Park about like, oh my god, again with these evil animatronics. But when he decapitates um Roro the Rabbit, it's like blood or some kind of like bodily fluid. So it's like, oh no, this is alive. Yeah. And it's this is fairy. Like these are fairies, and I love that. I a hundred percent that is it. We're done. Which we did fits it. with the Disneyland like um, like Magic Kingdom and Princess being the yeah, leader for sure for sure yeah, you got it in one it's fairy that's yeah. it we're done like we've we've fulfilled our contractual obligation to yeah. explain this and we're moving on just to add a little bit more when people aren't in the park the fairies get agitated and turn evil or something so that's why he knows to lock himself into like this room or whatever yeah like um, because when there's nobody to gain garner attention they become like maybe a little feral or something or i think like 
the evil fairy is unseely, right? Or something like that. But like, yeah. In this case, yeah. Let's do, instead of a medic, it's a night sure. guard who is in the medic station who's like, something's pissed him off. Holy shit, was it you? Like, normally the night guard is just here to make sure nobody sneaks in and gets eat. We know what goes on here. As long as they get attention, they're fine. We're mostly here to make sure nobody breaks in because they'll get yeah. killed. I was just at my desk and I got got and I don't know why. And it's like, now I'm figuring out it's because you've started killing yeah. fairies. And so that explains that. And then he can get immediately shot and killed by the spaceman sure. uh, or something yeah. like that. Like, we just needed five minutes of explanation as to what's going on. And I think you fucking crushed it in one there. So the idea that it actually being magic in this place is mm-hmm. is fun, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so the spaceman, so... Uh, is it like, I'll say space ranger, but we probably, I don't know if like for legal reasons or whatever, we would need to do something else like space trooper yeah star cadet uh star cadet is fun like um and what kind of animal could it be we have we've had a rabbit and we've had a beetle it's another gorilla it could be a callback well it would need to have arms it says gorilla greet gorilla greetings. yeah gorilla greetings space gorilla greetings <laughs> space gorilla greetings that's kind of funny that's the kind of joke this like a sequel would make but i'm not gonna i don't think we should do that um did you have an idea? Sorry. No, I was going to say a snake, but that would be kind of fun because you don't see that often. But for a laser duel, it would need arms. Space worm. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. That's credits on another um, episode of The Equalizers. That's credits on the last episode of The Equalizers, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, some, something with arms. Um, I don't want to do another bug, like, even though I'm kind of like. So we've done rabbits, we've done bugs. Let's do like, we could do like a Bojack Horseman kind of horse, like that. Space horse. Like, like anthropomorphic style. Okay. Like a space horse. Kind of like that. Mustang, the space cadet. Also, this leads, leads, lends to the sort of Wild West vibe we were going with anyway, having him be a horse. That's true. Um, That's very true. Good call. I love it. So, yeah. So th- th- do we want to do the laser tag, right? Like the, the kind of like um, mm-hmm. thing. Um, I think maybe there's like mirrors and stuff in like the, the maze or whatever. Um, I think like a good thing for them would be like they're just like lost or whatever or they get separated and they're they're in this kind of like um, in this sort of maze. Um, and there is this like thing hunting them down and there's like mirrors and like it's kind of confusing. I don't know if he has minions or not. I don't know if we need them. But no, I don't think so. Ahead. Maybe like some kind of small alien, like whatever their plush toy that they sell yeah. is means. But um, I was going to say another idea would be, again, it's more of a Western plot than a space thing. But the idea of he is holed up somewhere in the town at a window, like in this park, and is shooting at them. So they're like scurrying from cover point to cover point in the town. Maybe at one point mm. they duck into like a laser tag booth or something. That's where Nicolas Cage guns up. And then he comes out into the middle of the street. Like, well, I did, I made, started to make a motion that nobody but you could see where he like hands out to the side, like clearly gonna like offering a duel. I like that. Maybe like, uh, Maybe it's sort of like a tower um, that overlooks a maze or something, you know, like a like a uh-huh. tower that the that Mustang, the space cadet is in that overlooks a maze and they're lost in it. So he's take he can see them, but he they they can't really see him. Not explicitly yeah. a maze, but like the the various side streets and alleys, whatever of this like park area. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. very kind of labyrinthine. Um, I know exactly how this duel ends because I was trying to think the classic okay. is the Clint Eastwood in I think for a few dollars more where he hangs like a 
kind of like a plate of metal on his chest under his poncho. So it like acts like to deflect the bullets in the duel. Um, we do have a bit of a laser tag thing with the mirrors. Nicholas H. Like, Hydra. So when uh, fucking Mustang gets the first shot on him, it bounces off the mirror and kills Mustang. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's That that makes complete sense. And I love it. And that. then I think he and Liv walk um, up and just start unloading laser pistols into him to like destroy yeah. him. But like... He wants to yeah. do it by having a secret mirror hidden under his clothes or whatever instead of like a plate mm-hmm. of metal. Yeah, I love it. Love it, All love right. it. Then we are on to the princess who... Um, is in like a tower, or, or, or sorry, not in a tower, in like a castle, I think. Like maybe think, like at the very beginning, maybe at the very beginning of the park, you walk through the castle into this like realm or say. whatever. Like there's like a drawbridge. Um, like the castle is the entrance and you can like look around it and go to shops and go wherever. But like the drawbridge at the entrance to the castle is the gate out. Yeah, yeah. Um, And because they still have the magic laser pistols or whatever they mm-hmm. are, um, I don't... I don't know if we need to explain how those work, but I don't think so. Um, they're magic. Um, uh, they shoot the they shoot the um, the things for the drawbridge out, mm-hmm. so it comes down. Um, I think, and then they enter the castle. What do we think her thing is? Also, I guess we need to name her first and like give her like something. Um, I'm going to suggest that they so. actually don't have the guns any longer. We should have them empty the clip into Mustang at the end, because that way then they don't have just like magic laser guns for this final sure. fight what if what if it's because it is magic when they kill mm-hmm. the space cadet it just doesn't work anymore mm, that's good maybe there is some sort of magic going on in general but um to uh, your actual question about the princess um it needs to be something that's like adorable or like beautiful or something like that um it's just willy in a wig um that's funny princess panda bear uh, princess, princess panda bear is not bad actually yeah i see princess panda bear um princess badger um princess pomeranian i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of sold on princess panda maybe princess panda something not princess panda bear but like yeah princess panda uh first of her name <laughs> uh queen of the park and the first men lord of the reiner does she have dragons? Would that be funny if she has a dragon or something? And that's like, I don't know how we resolve that. But like um, the idea that she uh, we turn her into Daenerys uh, <laughs> and she has like, but also I think we also need to come up with her thing besides just being a princess. Right. Like maybe she right. has like an army or something or um, maybe she just has magic that like controls like. Maybe that it controls them. Maybe she uses her magic to um, enchant Nicolas Cage and um, hmm. do like a crown of madness kind of thing and like put him against Liv, right? And like Liv has to break the wand or something to like break the magic or something. I'm not sure how, but Liv has to kill her because then she can say long live the queen as she fucking kills mm. her. That'd be good. Um, um so, all right, that's a good question, though. Like, so she, she's a princess. She has a castle. She has an army. She might have dragons. What is like the vibe? We, we've here? locked in Princess Panda, right? Yeah, I was trying to princess think if there's something else, like Princess Panda Manda or something, like Princess Panda Magic. I, I was just trying to think of like something because all of these are like Captain Beetlebeard, Roro the Rabbit, uh, Star Cadet Must or Mustang the Star Cadet. Just Princess Panda's oh. kind of plain okay especially if she's like the main draw 
of Park. But again, I'm digging far more into a detail nobody cares about. Yeah, but I think it's fine. Uh, Princess Panda. What's the thing pandas do besides they eat they, bamboo? I mean, they historically they eat bamboo. They don't fuck. Yeah, and it's really frustrating that Princess they don't Panda fuck. don't fuck. Okay, now we've got it. She's, she teaches abstinence. <laughs> this theme park, her children is extremely abstinence only. Oh my god. <laughs> princess Panda, ruler of the five dens. I mean, we can also like Princess Polly Panda or something like that. Like, we can come up with a P That's first true. name. Pamela, Priscilla, Penny. Penny Panda. Princess Penny Panda, triple P. Yeah, boy. Princess Papanya. Princess Papanya Panda? Oh, boy. Princess Papanya. It's like Princess Titania. No, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Princess Papanya, the, the, the ruler of all pandas. I'm, I think Princess Penny Panda is the one for me. Princess Penny Panda. Got it. Locked in. Uh, Let's think about what she does and yeah. like what her thing is. Um, do you like the kind of thing where she takes over? She uses her magic to crown of madness or take over, uh, hmm. uh, take over Nicolas Cage? Or should she have like a dragon or should she ride a dragon? Um, or should we have an army? We've kind of done the flunky thing before. We kind of did the mind takeover with Roro as well, though. As well, a little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. There is an idea that she has all the powers since she's the leader, like she's in charge. Mm, so yeah. she has an army, she has mind control, she could have, I guess, swords um, and or lasers. Yeah. I mean, a dragon yeah. would be an ultimate final boss. I think to be different enough, because I don't want mm. us to do the same power thing over again, because then they would just solve it the same way, right? I th- I think dragon would be interesting enough. Um, so she ha- just has a dragon that she rides, and they have to like they have to knock her out of the sky, and like maybe like mm-hmm. in this case, then we would need to the dragon needs to be what well, most people think it's like a sculpture or something like like sure. you know, asleep around the castle turret or something. So like when you come in, it's like wow, I can't believe the detail they put there. And then when they finally get to her at night, it like wakes up and starts fucking flying. I said an idea. Yeah, go for it. Um, Sorcerer's Apprentice, um, another Nicolas Cage movie that I'm not actually trying to make a reference to, but uh-huh. um, in uh, Fan Fantasia, uh, Mickey Mouse is able to bring like things to life, you know, like the mops and like the things mm-hmm. and stuff. What if like it is the castle? Like it, she brings all the furniture and shit and everything to life, and that is what they have to fight to make their way to her. And so she has all this magic. She's anim- animating things, and um, that like they're basically fighting the castle, basically to make their okay. way up to her for a final battle. I can dig that. Um, the question could also become at that point, like, because this one specific theme park is fairy, which you keep talking about not referencing D20. This is almost literally an entire plot point of the Unsleeping City season two or not plot point. But um, because this theme park is essentially fairy, can she not leave the park? So do they just have to get out the gate and everything's fine? Like, I'm not saying they don't kill her. But could the thing just be like, all they have to do is get out the front gate. I think like they don't want to leave. I, I think right. like as far as like her, her, like because people come to this park every day and feeds the magic. Right. And right. like with their adoration. So like, I think, I don't know if like, oh, she, why doesn't she just leave? I don't think she doesn't want to leave. I think, 
uh, I think I mentioned before, like, there's something driving that when people aren't in the park, they get angry or restless or something. Right. Um, and maybe there's something there, like, of the, that's why they're doing it in the first place. <clears throat> so um, we don't have to explain it too much, but. No, no, no. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not uh, saying that they don't kill her. My thought was more of just like, all they have to do is get out the gate. Um, she's keeping the gate blockaded. Because because they're the only people in the park, they're the only people that can give her adoration, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so she's starved for it. So she's keeping them in the park because they're the only people that can feed her magic, basically. Even as, like, a possibility. Um, and we know they can all already hypnotize them to do so, right? So, so I was thinking, like, yeah, so they're, like, the gate is blocked by Princess Pen- Penny Panda um so they have to get so they have to defeat her um or or so they can leave yeah i'm trying to think of how they defeat her since yeah sure if they're just fighting like you know chairs and mops and books and furniture like i'm i know that sounds reduction i'm not trying to be reductionist about like what they're doing i'm just how does this culminate in the defeat of princess penny panda yeah well i think it to me i think of it like fighting their way to her i think like i think that's like the the thing and so like oh a bookshelf fall falls and is trying to like beat them up or um a chair um books fly they go through the library and books fly everywhere and are like knocking into them and they have to like punch them out of the sky before they knock them out or something you know like um they go through the kitchen and it's like a bunch of knives and um Mm -hmm. they have they get in a sword fight with a knife with with a bunch of knives or something like that um i loved the gamecube's harry potter and the chamber of secrets game yeah 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 exactly (laughs) neville longbottom's there for some reason yeah I do love a scene of a knife flying. Like she's like, I think that it has to take place in one room, like the the sure. great hall, whatever. Like the basically with the gate inside at all times. But it's just like from various doors, themed items keep appearing. So it's like great. Now the kitchen stuff is here and whatever. And I love the idea of knives flying at Nicholas Cage as he catches them and tries to throw them back at the at Princess Penny Panda. Yeah. Well, I really want the and maybe it's something that Liv could do. I I really want the knife fight, sword fight between the knife like. Her like fighting a floating knife in the sky, basically, or like mm-hmm. floating in front of her. I think that would be fun. Let's maybe take an easy out here a little bit and retcon something at the beginning of the movie where she is like learning something from him. Like, oh, for an example, how to get out of handcuffs or something. Like, clearly, she's okay. practicing some skill that in their lifestyle, kicking it across the US may come in handy. And she's like, see, I'm getting better at this. That comes back here at the end, and she uses it to get the drop on Princess Penny Panda. Okay. You're talking about handcuffs. Like, maybe, like, she uh, gets some shackles and, like, and shackles Liz to, like, a, a wall or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Princess Penny Panda, like, underestimates her or whatever um, mm-hmm. in her abilities. And then, like, she's able to escape the handcuffs, and she's the one who, like, gat wires penny panda with the actual cuffs or something like that Um, i'm thinking at some point like the knives are flying at um and she slaps the manacle onto penny panda and then like ducks around behind her so the knives all hit princess penny or something like that or like manacles herself to princess penny and that becomes part of the fight maybe i like the idea of like 
there being a very complicated battle of that while between them why while they are handcuffed to each other yeah. i think I, I really like that idea um meanwhile nicholas cage is fighting fucking bookshelves and and tables and chairs he's tanking everything else while yeah like yeah 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 while that happens so yeah and then they kill her um do we think is there a unique death um do we want maybe she they throw her out the tower window or something and she falls um i don't know how or... dark you want to go we could job of the hut princess penny panda where she much like princess leia chokes princess penny panda to death with the manacle chain okay that could work yeah yeah i mean the move the first one's pretty dark like yeah, as far as like or pretty brutal so like i i think that's very fine cool so then they beat her they're free to go and then they're free to go and they get into their car and leave maybe he's still hurt a little bit and he lets her drive the car yeah i think I think there's, the, I have a different ending bit. I think that they, like, they're at the gate, he kicks open a door, and there's his, like, bag of sodas. And so he takes, like, finally that sweet pull of punch soda. And they walk out of the parking lot, and then she looks at him and just goes, where did we park again? Because that's always a fun bit with, like, big amusement okay. parks, like, remembering where you parked. Like, what lot or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. he kind of gives this, like, uh, sigh, because, like, he doesn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I do think him tossing her the keys, though, is a very good yeah. moment. Like, and maybe maybe by this point it's morning and people are arriving to the park <laughs> again like you know there's like li- like people start coming in yeah that's very good they have to start maybe in the dungeon then so they don't know what time of day it's like they get knocked out by her sure. soldiers or something they're in the dungeon whatever she's like oh now i'm gonna have you executed bring up the prisoners to the main room or something like that they do the whole yeah, fight sure. the gate opens and there's just like dozens of families like middle class waspy whatever families like They've got their cameras ready. They're fucking excited for Princess Penny Panda to step out and walk over the park. And it's just a blood-soaked Nicolas Cage and Liv. And there is yeah. a dead Penny Panda behind them, clearly visible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As they walk through, yeah. they kind of push past. They get through. And he just stops and grabs her shoulder. And she turns and he just, like, puts the keys in her hand. And then they keep walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Boom. Boom. Oh, we my did it. God. This was fire. I loved all- I- This was great. Yeah. We haven't yeah. gone this nitty gritty with a plot for a while. Like, we we sidestepped this exact kind of issue with the Babysitters Club by doing a time loop instead of six individual time travel arcs. And this was, I think, people understand why we generally sidestep this premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's, and this is maybe me making a bold statement, but I don't think there's a lot of movies that both of us watch that we absolutely love, mm-hmm. right? You know, like we absolutely like. Uh, we, I think you can tell we gave a shit about this one a little bit. I think you can tell. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you all know that there was definitely way more talk about how much dialogue Liv has than you're going to hear because it went for a while and I 100% am going to cut some of it. Um, oh, and I was um, I was going to say it off the record, but I was going to be like, feel free to cut as much of that as you want. We went to the paint for Willy's Wonderland, which I would not have guessed when this movie got picked. Yeah, but yeah, 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 um, yeah, for sure. I'm stoked about this. Um, so did we do it, Mike? Well, before we answer that question, Madison, we have to title it. Willie's Wonder Park. Willie's Wonder Park's not bad. I was thinking like Princess Penny Panda's p- Palace or Play Place or Playland. Like, I think it has to be Willie's Wonderland again. Willie's Wonderland 2. Amusement? Amusement Park. Um, or just amusement. I don't know. I could see it just being like, you know, if we did that, it's like children's TV it would be like tv or something like that or studio like yeah um penny panda's kingdom 
uh, Fairyland. Um, a Willy's Wonderland to all's fairy in love and war in no. love and amusement parks. When Willy's Wonderland to colon fast pass. Jeez. Um, Willy's Wonderland two, pandemonium. Pandemonium. I like that. I think I like that the most so far. Willy's Wonderland two, Penny Pandas, pop populous postpartum, uh-huh. po- a pop potpourri uh, peninsula. <laughs> there it is. That's the title. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Pandemonium. I think that's like probably the the best subtitle. Um, it is still to be Willy Willy's Wonderland too. What about sure. Pandemonium Park? Pandemonium Park is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Then Frequels Willy's Wonderland two, Pandemonium Park. So did we do it? We did it. We definitely did it this time. I'm extremely excited about this movie. Uh, and mm-hmm. if we did it, that's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. People can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers Podcast. You can also get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com, and our Instagram is the underscore equalizers. As always, we spell that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in sequel. Uh, We'd appreciate it if you gave us a rating and subscribe. I see you doing it again. uh, We'd appreciate it if you rate and subscribe the podcast. Tell a friend about it. Just get the word out there for us. We'd appreciate it uh, so that we can keep bringing you such club bangers as Pandemonium Park. Uh, We can't do this without your support. Uh, That is now a threat somehow. Special thanks to the Banana yes. Boys for our theme song, Two Step Strutting, of their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram by searching Banana Boys. As always, that's spelled B-O-Y-E-S, like in, oh yes. Oh yes. The full album is available on all streaming services now. Next time, Madison, we return with Ewan McGregor to the Hundred Acre Woods in Christopher Robin 2. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. So, for the Equalizers, I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. Oh, bother. To be continued. First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it, you barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead, and we'll do that two-step strut. Come on, dance with me.